Brought to you by Roadcaster Pro. Hello, my name is Shane A. Bassett, the movie analyst, your host for this next edition of Mickey Rourke Talk. Thank you very much for joining me today, tonight, afternoon, morning, whatever time it might be in your part of the world. Thank you very much. You must be a fan of Oscar-nominated actor Mickey Rourke as much as I am. Or the movie itself that we are talking about today interests you. I don't know. However, Mickey Rourke Talk is my podcast all about the career and films of Mr. Mickey Rourke. Today's focus is Spun, the movie that was uh, released either 2002 or 2003. I'm not too sure because I believe from my intuition that the movie just sat on a shelf after it was made and it wasn't released properly. Who knows? But I do have a couple of uh, DVD copies of it. One in particular I cherish. It's a region one that has some brilliant bonus features and extra footage and some really good stuff on there and my region four does not the covers are kind of the same a little bit uh variant of them but it still features some of the actors including prominently mina savari giving a lovely meth related smile and yes meth the subject matter is drugs and actually it's going to be interesting because if one does not know what this movie is about, the opening credits don't come on until 13 minutes into the film and that manic chaos and mayhem that precedes the opening credits will either make people go, oh, this is going to be great, or switch it off. Maybe somewhat inspired by train spotting, but I don't, no, because that was filmed, I mean, that was released in 1996. Uh, I do think that drugs as a culture and an interpretation of drug addicts and tweakers on screen in movies are always interesting. They really are, fact or fiction. I think it's a strong subject to have drugs as your primary plot device in a movie. And at the start of this one, it says, based on truth and lies. But who knows? I'm not too sure. Spun is erratic. That is the word for it, erratic. It's set over three days. It concerns several main characters, all interacting with other characters. It's got a really big ensemble and an all-star lead cast. You first hear Mickey's voice. You don't see him at first. You only hear his voice on the phone. Then you see his lips speaking. Really concisely too. Listen closely to what he's saying right at the start when you first spot him. Then the man himself appears on screen in person around the 12th minute. Yeah, about 12 minutes into this, just before the credits open. Uh, he's at a car window. The car is uh, parked in a, in a motel called Villa Las Palmas. And the motel is pretty big actually. It has a, a fair bit um, of activity in the film i guess you could say actually the character that mickey rock plays is named the cook and he is hilarious he's laid back he's totally believable and he has all these one-liners that all click and work and it's basically just this comedic role and he doesn't get many of them 
Mickey, but he can be very funny as proven in Spun. is Roxette with the song Stupid. Not too sure uh, where about that song featured in the movie, but it does have its listing in the soundtrack, in the credits, so it must have popped up somewhere. Don't mind Roxette, so any excuse to play a bit of Roxette, I'll do that. I often like to talk about clothes worn by Mickey in his films, and I'm happy to report that in Spun... It's the favourable cowboy look. Black and white boots, they stand out. Also, there's this dream sequence where he is doing an Uncle Sam, American politician-style speech, all dressed in white. Uh, And that really suits him. Or white. You wouldn't think so, but it does. Uh, Lots of jeans and white shirts, casual button-ups, that kind of thing. And goggles. Some They might not be designer goggles, but uh, they are definitely required for cooking meth. He also sports a sleeveless pink flannel, and that suits him. Pink suits, Mickey, come on. What is a pink flannel, you might ask, if you're not an Australian? You might not know what I'm talking about. A flannel is a flannelette shirt. Could Mickey play any other role? Well, maybe. One other, and that was probably played to perfection already, so I'm happy he played the role he did. What am I talking about? Eric Roberts, he has a cameo, and maybe Mickey could have played that role and, you know, get away with it. But Eric made it his own, as Eric does in many of his films. Mickey's friend in real life, Eric Roberts, was insistent to the director that he change up his cameo. And I'm really glad he did. I got a chance to, uh, well, I've actually spoken, met Eric in person and I've interviewed him twice. But my most recent interview, which you can see the whole lot of on my YouTube channel, movie analyst Shane A. Bassett, here is a excerpt from that interview where we discuss a little bit about Mickey Rourke and Eric himself brings up Spun. Now, I know you're good friends with Mickey Rourke. Now, you've been in a few movies with Mickey and I I think he's great. He's wonderful, always been on top of my list. Tell me about Mickey. What's Mickey like as a a person? I know you first worked with him on the Pope of Greenwich Village. He's a huge pain in the ass, but he's (laughs) a lovable pain in the ass. And he also has this, what he used to have, this, a very nice high voice and very like, I don't know, Ace, like, should I do that? And he's so lovable. And, but, you know, Mickey was always late, never prepared, but oh. always incredible. 
and you could you depend on Mickey to always be good. Yeah, <laughs> and, like uh, you. And uh, you know, and uh, we also made a movie together called Spun. I want you to see if you haven't. It's I have seen Spun. it. Oh man, his performance! His performance! Oh, what's that movie that I love so much? Barfly. Have you yeah. seen that one? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. incredible what a performance, dude. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but he, you know, he's a he's a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Spun. I mean, you have like a, a cameo, a small role, and you're, you're sitting on a bed. You're being very flamboyant. That was fun. You looked like you were having a lot of fun that day. <laughs> I did. When I, when I was offered that role, um, it was a Swedish director, and he said, Eric, I love your body. I want you to start off. I want you surrounded by girls and all this because I like. I said, you know what? You know, and that's been done. Even I've done that. Let's go opposite. Uh, let me be a screaming queen with a boy. And, and I said, and a big wig. <laughs> and it's good, okay. And then Mickey, of course, backed me up. So, so that's, that's what we did. And, uh, and uh, I just love that little scene in that movie. Uh, skin Traffic was another one you did with Mickey and also Daryl Hannah, who, you know, your friend from the Pope of Greenwich Village. From 1983, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Daryl's the coolest man. You know, Daryl is also... One one of those one of the, one of those people who is who is aged gracefully, you know. Right. She, she's she's always been Daryl. Isn't isn't that just great? I love love the fact that um, we we got to speak uh, speak about Spun and I didn't bring it up. I mean that's incredible. Uh, I, I wish I could just talk to Eric for you know twenty minutes, half an hour on his work with. Mickey Rourke, but um, maybe another time. Uh, I was primarily talking with Eric on that particular interview for a movie called The Surprise Visit, which if you haven't seen, check it out. Uh, it is really good. It's a little indie thriller that really sticks into your mind after you watch it. Uh, Sarah Hennessy has a lot to do with it, her brainchild, uh, my fellow Australian and friend, so check out the surprise visit, and that's uh, you know about it. If you want to know more all about that interview and hear the full interview with me and Eric Roberts, just check out my YouTube channel, movie analyst Shane A. Bassett. But back to Spun. Does Mickey smoke in Spun? Well, use your imagination on that one. I won't tell you. You need to watch it. Let's talk about the cast. Already mentioned Eric Roberts, of course. Uh, who else? Well, I will start with Mina Savari. I really like Mina. She's great. I mean, she also starred with Mickey in Domino. Uh, she was in a film which kind of gets a bit of traction still these days called Loser from 2000. And Sugar and Spice, American Pie. American Beauty, three movies that's in their own way really showcases Mina Savari's talent. She plays Cookie in Spun, and Cookie is way, way unhinged. You'll see what I mean. And Mina is on top of a game. I love her. I haven't met her, unfortunately, but I walked by her. Here's a story. I 
was at the junket, the press junket, to interview Chris Klein. And Chris Klein was in Australia with some of the other cast members of American Pie Reunion. And as I was going into the room and Chris Klein was on like a, a lounge, I think he was standing up at the time actually, and I was going in to get set up to interview him, Mina came past me. She was walking out. So maybe they previously had done like a joint interview together with someone else. I don't know. And I smiled and nodded. And I regret I didn't say to her because she smiled at me and nodded. And I should have just said to her, I loved you in sugar and spice. But I did not. So Mina, if you're listening or if I ever get a chance to interview her, I'll be asking all about sugar and spice, among other things. Chris Klein, by the way, was great to interview. It got noisy outside and he got the publicist to make everyone quiet because he was really interested in my interview and my questions. So that's something I do remember about Chris. Again, back to Spun. Who else is in the movie? John Leguizamo. Hope I'm saying his name right. The great John Leguizamo. He plays Spider Mike. Another unhinged character, but what an actor. He's legendary. Uh, he was in Australia for Moulin Rouge, of course. Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge. He was in Romeo and Juliet. William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet for Baz Luhrmann as well. He was in none other than John Wick 1 and 2. And The Happening. Remember The Happening? The M. Night Shyamalan film? He also had a little, well, I guess you could say, an, an early in his career, had a role in Miami Vice. The television show. I love John. He's brilliant. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of his films and performances. The late Brittany Murphy played Nikki. She sadly passed away in 2009. Uh, also starred with Mickey Rourke a couple of years later in Sin City. They have an awesome connection. Really, really good connection in this and in Sin City. They were friends. You could tell. Clueless is where I first discovered Brittany Murphy. Uh, Eight Mile, of course, I really liked that performance, that movie in general, actually. Oh, Eight Mile. Makes me want to watch it again. Great, great Kim Basinger as well, who is obviously linked to Mickey Rourke. Debbie Harry, Blondie. She pops up in Spun as the neighbour. Ah, uh, yes, Debbie. I love Blondie. I love her music. I love her style. You know, she was Andy Warhol's mate. How cool. Still going strong. Debbie has acted in tons of movies. What come to mind? Hairspray. The John Waters version. Rhodey. That movie she did with Alice Cooper and uh, Meatloaf. Kaki Hunter was in that too, from Porky's. Satisfaction, the 1988 film Satisfaction, with a young Julia Roberts. There we are, there's a link. Brother Eric. Also, Debbie Harry was in Videodrome. Oh, wow, what a movie that was. And Copland. So yeah, Debbie Harry is not just an awesome rock star, but she can act as well. A lot of actors cross over to music and a lot of musicians cross over to acting. I think it's great. Now, as Amy, 
Charlotte Ayanna. Now, Charlotte Ayanna here doesn't do a lot. She pops in for this small scene as Amy, but I know her from Carrie 2, The Rage. And a sequel that is unappreciated, the Carrie sequel from 1999. Uh, she's also in The Insatiable, Jawbreaker, another great film from 1999. Wow, Jawbreaker. It was good and was kind of Heather-ish, Heathers-ish. Training Day, Charlotte was also in that. Patrick Fugit plays Frisbee. You might remember him from Almost Famous and Gone Girl. Yeah, I think maybe We Bought a Zoo is worth mentioning too. Patrick's not a bad actor. Don't see him much now though, really. He's got class about him when he wants to be a good actor. He's strong. Just watch Gone Girl. Jason Schwartzman. He, he and Mickey share a lot of scenes together. Uh, Rushmore, Maria Antoinette uh, come to mind. Walk Hard. I think Jason played Ringo Starr in Walk Hard. Uh, and Bewitched, the uh, reboot movie from 2005. Jason popped up in that. Uh, let me think of a couple of other people who turn up in... Spun, uh, Peter Stormer, Billy Corgan has a cameo. That's right. He is the doctor. He also supplies the score, the music in this movie. Alexis Arquette, the late Alexis, is in this movie and also friend of Mickey. The Arquettes were all friends and still are friends with Mickey Rock. China Chow. Now, do you know who China Chow is? Well, you should if you've seen the big hit among other things. But China Chow was in Spun. Not for long, but I spotted her immediately. Loved her. You're in time, if you're going to leave. You want a little song, maybe? Ross, you have to untie me. We'll have your favourite. Ready? I'll be back. Spoof. Crank. Zip. Tweak. Charred. Call it what you will. It's all methamphetamine. Who is it, Ross? Why don't you sit down and talk to Nikki? Right. Let me find my shit, okay? Get tense. I just want to get hooked up. I can probably help you out. You're bringing the girl back. I'll make you a deal. Six months worth of dope. Just give me a ride where I gotta go. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah? We have a situation over here with the dog. Pretty easy coming. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Nikki! Can you please fix him? What seems to be the problem? I really don't know. Um... Too much. Second half smoke. Well, there you go. Uh, that's a little bit of the trailer, and even the trailer is just all over the place. It is a crazy film, and I don't like using that word lightly, but it is manic. Now, I do believe, though you'll agree that Mickey has at times a sweet-natured and equally outlandish chemistry with all of his co-stars. Uh, he shares the screen mostly uh, with Brittany Murphy, Jason Schwartzman, uh, and, of course, Eric, as I mentioned before, in their one scene together. Uh, they also speak in the phone in the movie, but Mickey just is enveloped and just perfect with all those three and everyone else he comes in contact with in the film. Now, near the end of the movie, uh, Mickey is telling a story in a monologue 
while he's driving this beat-up car. His passenger happens to be asleep, but the sentimental side of it was really vintage Mickey. It was an amazing piece of acting. A couple of other uh, humorous moments, let me think, uh, happen basically in this adult bookstore. Uh, it's also really weird, the, the bookstore scenes. And for good reason. The clerk has something to do with that. When you see him, you'll know what I mean. Now, I don't like judging people or a book by its cover, but uh, he may or may not be for all tastes. The cook is watching wrestling a lot. And I thought uh, that was interesting because he's watching wrestling on this little TV within his lab. And, of course, Mickey was uh, Oscar nominated in The Wrestler five years later. Spun? Now, wow. I love split screen. I really do. It's a format I absolutely admire the use of in movies, most of the time anyway. Blowout? is the brilliant example that most people might use when it comes to split screen. But there are plenty of others. That said, editing at times is so fast in Spun, it almost makes it unwatchable. Not to mention uh, the grimy and gross misconduct of some of the things that happen here. Pink Floyd, The Wall. That comes to mind because there's these animated sequences in Spun as well. And they're similar to the animated sequences drawn in Pink Floyd The Wall, the movie version of the classic Pink Floyd music album, of course, or concept album, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of also reminiscent of Fritz the Cat, that adult animation cult film that I've never seen, thankfully. Actually, Fritz was PG compared to this. And Pink Floyd The Wall, well, it had similar insertions to spun uh i don't know pink floyd the wall was a trippy film as well but again tamer than what spun is Oh, there's the opening bars of Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue, a song that features prominently in Spun. Features in quite a few movies, actually. And if you have, speaking of Motley Crue, if you haven't seen Pam and Tommy, the series about that, uh, well, ill famous sex tape, check it out. It's a good series, really well acted, and I liked it. But to wrap up Spun, it's a crazy movie. There's that word again. Is it worth watching? Yes, it is worth watching. But be warned. It'll be interesting to see how long some people will leave it on for. Is Mickey a standout? Yes, of course he is, man. This is a really good role for him. If you're a Mickey Rook fan and you haven't seen this role, I'm shocked because it has everything. He can be serious. He's funny in it. He has that monologue I mentioned. The connection between him and his co-stars are rock solid. And I loved it. 
don't watch the Amazon Prime video streaming if you're in Australia because uh, it is censored, which is very, very sad. Some of the extras on the cool region one that I have include Mickey himself, the cook, giving a demonstration. It's really quite funny. It shows Mickey at his most lighthearted, and that's rare. I keep saying that, but it's rare. I mean, I'm sure in real life, in person, he's very lighthearted and cool but and funny, but um, this role made people probably think this guy is a good comedian. I really like the little extra scene here of the demonstration the cook gives us on the features on the Region 1 DVD. Until next time on Mickey Rourke Talk, my name is Shane A. Bassett. I hope you enjoyed my little rundown of Spun. Uh, it is a movie I, I, I like, but I probably won't watch it again for a while. I've seen it so many times in the last three or four years. Not that I'm over it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it sort of makes you want to have a shower and clean up after you watch it. But one of Mickey's better roles... I think it would it be in the enchilin of my top 10 close but not, but not quite still check out spun if you have a chance and I look forward to you joining me again on further editions of Mickey Rock Talk my name is Shane A Bassett long live Mickey Rock Hey, you snuck up on me there. Whoa. Hello, folks. Sure missed you. Today we got a real high show for you. We're going to go through the uh, three-day process to make Confederine dope. Now, I have the water ready here, and we're going to dump in some of these beautiful Super Dream pills. We want to just drop these little beauties in here. There we go with the goodies. We want to let this boil. We want to get it going for about 16 hours. Let's bring this goodie over here. Uh, if you do it right, it should look like meringue. You want that scummy foam off the top. Aha, uh -huh. voila, look what we have here. Oh, does this look good. Okay, now, just for a touch of a little bit of, hmm, we add a little M.E.K. Just enough to give it a little shot in the ass, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you get the thick gloves. Uh, you get a little on you. Anyway, we have the finished product, okay? Hope you tune in to next week. I'll take you all through the packaging and the distribution process. But in the meanwhile, go see Spun. And there you have it. The little obscure demonstration piece that Mickey Rourke did in character on an extra feature on the DVD of Spun. Thanks very much. Bye for now.